to another episode of Pursuit of a Healthier You, brought to you by your hosts, me, Rachel Koltoff. And me, Jeff Koltoff. Today we'll be talking about our personal health journey, our personal medical issues if we have any, and how getting healthy has drastically improved our lives. And at the end of each episode, stay tuned because we will have a delicious recipe for you. Well, today we have our good friend, the man, the myth, the legend, our mentor, Marcus, uh, on the phone with us today. Thanks for being with us, Marcus. Thanks, Jeff and Rachel. Well, let, let's start with um, what was your childhood like? Uh, were you an active child, and you know, or were you more one to sit at home and read books and watch TV, or what, what was your your childhood like? Well, my childhood basically was, um, I was like, I was really like, it's funny because today how I evolved, I was more quiet, introverted, just basically, you know, did what I was supposed to do. I was a good child, as most people would say, I was a good child. Um, so I wasn't that active because I wasn't the person that people see me today. Um, I've evolved into being that person that I am today. So I, I've come a long way since when I was a little kid. So you weren't active in sports or, or dance or anything like that? No, I did like musicals. So um, that basically was my first passion. But, you know, being being shy, you would think that, oh, that wouldn't be. But I guess that was part of my alter ego there. Right. So so were you, so what, what was your uh, average meal like at home as, as a child? My nope. average meal was more or less, um, I don't, I, I know that we didn't, since my background is that my dad is um, Creole, so, um, you know, rice was always a part of our meal or some sort of a start in our food um, growing up, but um, both my parents worked throughout throughout the journey of life and how it evolves, um, so we would have meals, usually it would be, it would be particularly at that point, you know, I thought something healthy. But, you know, you don't know what you don't know until at that point. So um, we did have breakfast was not a thing that I grew up with at all. So I, I didn't understand that part of it all. And I wasn't a cereal type person. So that wasn't a part of my daily regimen until I started to evolve and realize the importance of where it is today. So basically, we always would have dinner. Um, lunch would be whatever, you know, whatever was in the house, whether that was a sandwich or whatever leftover from last night that would be something and then we'd have dinner okay were, were you overweight as a child or average build for a child or i was typically average build for a child i wasn't i wasn't i, I basically didn't realize that until like i went since my dad's family's from louisiana so you know there's nothing to do there so i'd spend like at least two or three weeks there so I'd go down there and I'd eat and I'd just sit around and sit around. And it was basically for me, um, it was time for me to spend with the family there. But, you know, their lifestyle and mine was different. So they would just sit around and watch TV. So I would sit around and that's when I realized that I started to gain some weight at that point. But as a kid, you don't realize that part of it all because you're a kid. You're, you're moving, you're doing, you know, it's just life. It just happens. It wasn't until for me later on in my life um, when I developed um health issues that I realized that it was important for me because sometimes we typically don't see ourselves um, in that light. You mind going into what some of the health issues were? Absolutely. Um, for me, it was um, blood pressure and cholesterol, but it wasn't until I was in my mid-20s to early 30s that it um, evolved more and 
as we're creatures of habit, you know, you go to the doctor, the doctor tells me, um, oh, you need to lose some weight. So we as creatures go back and like, okay, I'm going to do this two weeks in. But by the time you go visit them a year later, you've forgotten that. And you go back to those old habits again. So that's when she put me on medicine for it. And it was a couple years later because, you know, I just kept doing what I thought was good. And that's when I decided that, you know, it was time to take my health to the next level because they wanted to increase my medicines, both blood pressure and cholesterol. And realizing that my dad passed away from a heart attack was an important part. And I knew that if I didn't do something for myself today, where would my life be? Mm. How long ago did your dad pass? That's been eight or nine years ago. Wow. So sorry for your loss. Yeah. Thank you guys so much. And I realized that, you know, we can look at it to say that, and today I know, because when you're in a being of that strength in your mind, that we are all here for a reason, mm-hmm. and it's not always forever. And I know that today, um, and accepting people for where they were, or where they are, is, is a big thing that I've learned. I mean, I go through life and I say that, you know, he wasn't the person that went to the doctors. He didn't know what he didn't know either because he grew up in a small town in Louisiana. So that wasn't that wasn't important to him. It, he didn't realize the importance of it all. And today I know with where I am in my health and where I am in my mind, all those things come together are an important part because we as individuals have the power to a certain extent to have a better life. And that is where this whole, that, that's where this journey came together. That's how we met. And that's how, um, that's, that's what I love about what we do as, as mentors, as coaches, as friends is elevating and bringing people up to a higher level. That's what, that's what this gift. Definitely. So how did you learn about the program? A great friend of mine who, um, I've been doing her hair. My background is, is that I am a hairstylist. Um, and I travel all over the world, but you can tell when people just aren't comfortable with themselves. And I saw a friend of mine who people were impressed with the physical transformation of it all. For me, I was impressed with the mental part, the growth that happened at that part. So she was during her weight loss. She was losing weight. She'd come in to get her hair done and keep her head down. And I noticed the next time she came in, who lived across the street from me, she had a belt on and her head was up. And I was just like, wow. So I decided when I went to the doctors and the doctor told me, Marcus, you need to do something. You need to try to lose some weight. And I saw what this has done for that, for, for my friend, Leslie. And to see her make that transformation, I'm like, well, what do I have to lose? One month. And if one month, the best thing that happens is that I gain a different relationship with my life, food, and where I am. It's a win. And if I don't, I tried. And I think that's the biggest thing that we as humans do is we don't realize that we're scared of fear. And sometimes we're scared of success. And I knew that this journey and this success was real because I saw a friend not just transform in one area, but all three areas of the trilogy of our company. And that's what I that's what I think is the greatest part. It's not just the physical, the mental and the financial part of it all. That's when I say to myself that wow, you know, when you give up what you feel is good and the great part happens, that's when the magic truly happens. That, As I talk so much on that. Sorry, Rachel. No, that that's <laughs> that's that's the whole truth. Seriously. Yes. <laughs> So, so how much weight have you lost on this program? I've literally lost 35 pounds on the program. Mm. And then during transition, I lost another five, which oh. makes it a total of 40 pounds. But the great thing is, is it's been four years this month in February that I've kept it all off. Yes. Yes. And very that's good. The biggest, yeah. That's the biggest part of it all because 
I find that when people lose weight, they yo-yo, they lose, they gain, they lose, they, they gain. If you don't identify where your triggers are, so you can work through those places, then you're always going to continuously be on this struggle or this fight. So the great thing that I love about what our program offers is it's not to say, okay, here, these are some tools, but we also give you the, the tools, the supplies, the elements to transform your life, to move to that space so you're able to deal with life's challenges and not say, okay, this is what I need to do. It's the famous saying, and I use it all the time, and, and I love it when we have to stop, challenge, and choose. Mm. Because sometimes in life, I realize that it's not about going through those habits, but it's how you adapt those habits on a day-to-day basis to make you into a better version of yourself to realize that stress is going to happen to all of us. Because I realize 100% um, next Next week, it'll be two years since my mother passed away. And I said, and I vowed to myself that, you know, if I wasn't strong in my mind, I would have put my 40 pounds back on. I would have been back on blood pressure. I would have back, been back on cholesterol medicine. Mm. And I wouldn't be at the state that I am today. Yeah, that's true. But I say, when you start to cultivate your mind to a different place and space and realize that's the biggest strongest and hardest muscle for all of us to overcome is to say that I know that life is going to happen. I know this happened. And did it knock the wind out of me? Most definitely it did. But what I decided to do was not to fall back to my old habits because it does not and did not serve me where I am today. That's great. So so you found that the stop challenge in shoes is something that you can apply to all parts of your life? Everything. I mean, it is the best thing that I mean, it's something so simple if we think about it. It's like, it's not really that hard, but sometimes we act on emotion or we act sometimes within ourselves because our ego gets in the way instead of thinking through, is this going to help me? Is this going to help the person? And it's helping people and me sometimes sit down, take a breath, think about it, not reflect bond and then deliver what's best suited at that time. So I definitely know that that this journey exceeded my expectations because something so simple as that is is so crucial because we as humans want to react and we want to just say something and just be but but sometimes we take it and just think about it, let it process and then deliver what's suited for us. And, and I and I find it funny because it was suited because we're supposed to stop ourselves and say, do I need it? Do I want it? And then Find out what's best suited for you and what's going to give you the best outcome of what's going to be great for Marcus's world today. Now, I say that because everybody says to me, well, you can't have this. And well, can you have that? And when I went on this program, it wasn't about anyone else's needs and wants. And I realized today in my life where I am, it's not about people say, oh, you know, well, can you have this on your diet? Well, guys, first of all, it wasn't a diet. It 100% was a lifestyle change. Mm-hmm. And I decided that I was going to push my health to the next level. So I didn't think of it as a diet mentality. I thought of it as this is my life and it's not a game. And this is where I choose to be. So I'm going to take each day and realize I need to implement those things to get me to where I was. So part of this journey was about how I was going to move from one space and keep moving up. To where I desire in my world. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> That's a lot to take in, Marcus. Yeah. I'm, I'm I know. Speechless. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> and look, it is, it is Sunday, and I'm just like, wow. And, and I think that, 
you know, um, Rachel and Jeff, first of all, you guys know what it means to live your life out loud. Yeah. Yes. And there's nothing more rewarding to any of us when someone says to me a private message, thank you for living your life out loud because sharing your voice is helping someone else realize, A, number one, they're not the only one. Yep. Second thing is, is that there is hope. And I say today that I surround myself around people each day that help to bring me to a different level and help me to grow in every area. Because we all know as humans, misery loves company. Mm. And I refuse to let people that are in that space, that negative space, bring me down. We as society and as the world have enough of that going on. We need, and we can choose that. We can choose the people. And, it, and, and I say that it takes just as much energy to be negative and nasty as it does to be happy and find your inner peace. Absolutely. Wholeheartedly agree. So as part of your journey, you uh, decide to become a health coach yourself? Absolutely. And, and I look and I say that I didn't start out to become a health coach. I started out for my own personal selfish reasons. I started out because this, I knew for myself I needed to do this. And when I started my journey, my why was 100% all about me. Today, I realized that it is a gift that I was given. And that gift is to say that others somewhere in this world, in your heart, needed to hear that part of it all. So I realized that when I shared my story, because even today, I, I look and I'm like, wow, the person that I was then is not who I was. And it's funny because I live in a social community. We all get together. They love to party. They like to have a good time. Um, so I went to an event. I wore a shirt. Went to an event. I was like, oh, my goodness, you're so skinny. <laughs> you don't see yourself the way that others see because we live with that every yeah. day and you don't see it. So I happened to come home from the party that night. I took a picture of myself. And that morning I got up posted on social media. My coach and my mentor sends me a message at seven o'clock. It's like, are you crazy? I'm like, what? They're like, um, you've had over 150 likes and 700 comments on your, your page. And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I didn't know. You don't know what you don't know. And that Monday we came over and we started to make calls. And on the third call, they started to explain their journey. And the person on the other end of the phone started to cry. At that point, I knew that they gave up what they love to do because of their weight. Oh, that's sad. So by the end of the call, the three of us were all in tears. And I looked at a friend of mine and I said, today, I know why you do what you do. And that was the pivotal moment in my life that I knew that life is not about what you do today. It's about what you do later on and helping others to move to a greater space. And when we got off that call, I knew that this was 100% a gift because by me sharing that with someone else helped to transform their life to a greater space and give them the tools. I think that's why most coaches, maybe not such a dramatic story as yours, decide to become coaches and, and continue to be coaches and, and are successful at it. Absolutely. And and I think that, that you know, it's the accountability part, not just to yourself, but to others and knowing that you feel good. I mean, I'm sure you guys know that part of it all because some people realize, oh, I really have helped other people. But for me, there's nothing more rewarding to get a text from someone and say that I went to the doctors and my A1Cs are down. They decreased my blood pressure medicine, my type two, they decreased my, 
my insulin levels. Um, I'm able to tie my shoe. I'm able to walk up and down steps, and I'm not winded anymore. Those are the things that make me say, wow, you know what? You had a part of making this world a better place. And that's what I love about what we do as coaches. Like, I don't know what someone else's struggles are because it's not, I haven't been at that place with them. And I say that we all, everyone in this world, we all have a story to tell and share. So what is your story and, and where have you gone? And you know what? A number one that I love about what we do as coaches is it's not that you're not alone. And that's what I think that people are scared. They're like, but well, I can't do this. I'm not going to succeed. And it's hard. Listen, I'm no stronger than anyone else. I just know that I believe, I trusted, and I know the outcome far exceeded what I expected it to be. And that's fantastic. Absolutely. And, and I look and I say that, you know what, um, by all of us getting together and you sharing your journey and you getting together, and, and honestly, if it wasn't for um, your coach, bringing us together. And that's what this world is all about. It's about touching one another and bringing people up. And that's what I love that coaching has done for me. It's allowed my family of chosen people to grow to a higher level. Right. Well, I got one one last question for you. Sure. What is your favorite type of pizza? What is my favorite type of pizza? Inquiring minds want to know. (laughs) My favorite type of pizza I have to say it's definitely 100% cauliflower crust pizza, um, but I do love my turkey pepperoni on it, my rau sauce. Oh, but I'm really, to be honest, I'm, I'm lactose, so I really have to be, I don't typically eat pizza because of the fact that I know it just tears my stomach to pieces. So that's why it's so much easier when I have it at home because here I am with the lactose-free cheese <laughs> and that sort of thing. So. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> okay, so, so it's nothing greater than having together, get together, and you know, it's funny because I say our friends. Um, I remember we used to get together and just have fun and have a whole bunch of drinks and that sort of thing. And then the other day, we sat over here and we were making um, our brownies and sitting around just talking and having just community together. So I think that when you shift your paradigm to a different space and realize that. Sometimes it's not about the food. It's not about the drink. It's about the community. It's about getting together as one and and just sharing together and and talking. And that's the gift that I love about what we have and where we're going and the the people that we surround ourselves with. On a closing note, um, what would your favorite recipe that that you make? uh, Okay, you just want one, Just one. (laughs) Maybe maybe two. Maybe two. (laughs) Okay. So um, I have to say that um, I just came across the, the Philly cheesesteak OMG that we have. Oh, it is delicious. And I know you live in Philly. Oh, yeah. So yeah. if you haven't tried that one, I just posted it on my Facebook page. Um, another coach shared it with me. It's like, oh, you have to taste this one. It is delicious. Oh, yeah. That one. And I love the Mexican meatloaf. So there, there's a couple of different things. And I think today it's about thinking about things and how we can make it um, fun and, and share it with people. And it's so funny because I think people on our program think that when they come over to my house for dinner, they're like, you can have this. I'm like, yeah, I think that people have this concept that things are going to taste ugh. Yeah. Uh, or they're they not going to taste good. Or we're starving. I, I think that they're, and they're like, yeah, they're like, oh my goodness, you can have this. I'm like, yeah. And I would say that I like to cook when I do it. It's 
great, but it's not one of those things that, you know, everybody's like, oh, I'm not that type of person who likes to have like 25 ingredients and things. Keep it simple for me. Kiff, keep it simple, but make it have a good flavor and taste great. Yeah, everybody, all my friends are like, oh, you can eat this, you can eat that. And I'm like, I can eat anything I want. It's, I just have to make the right choice for me. I love it. That's, and it's so funny when you say that because I'm like, you can have this and you can have that. I'm like, yeah. And they're like, this tastes good. I'm like, well, yeah. I'm like, did you think things are going to taste? And then you only have to, to change things for a season. But once you start to change those things, I think my taste buds 100% have changed yeah. to at a greater place because when I go out to a party or go to an event, um, I'm not going to eat something that came from Costco, Sam's, BJ's. If I'm going to eat something or make a choice, it's going to be a choice worth those calories. Yep. yep. Make it worth it. And everybody says to me, well, you have to, you can't have that anymore. I'm like, I can have whatever I want. I just choose today because I know where I was doesn't serve me today. Yep. And that's the choice. Yep. And every day I continue to make things and choices in my world that are going to support where I choose to be in my health journey. Yep. That's what it's all about. That's great. Well, Marcus, thank you for joining us today. You know, we really appreciate you spending the, the time with us. Well, I, first of all, thank you guys for including me in on your day and um, allowing me to, um, first of all, walk alongside you on this journey. Uh, thank you See for you walking alongside us. And, <laughs> and may we all continue to grow in a better place and develop to be the best version of ourselves we possibly can. Always. Thanks again, Marcus. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, Rachel. Have a great day. Thanks, Bye. You're welcome. Thank you, guys. So what's for today's uh, special recipe? We are going to be making caprese chicken stuffed peppers. Oh, yeah. Anything caprese is good. Yes. Um. Uh, your ingredient list is one tablespoon of extra virgin olive oil, 18 ounces raw weight of boneless skinless chicken breasts, one tablespoon of Italian seasoning, two cups of cherry tomatoes halved, two and a half cups of shredded mozzarella divided. Usually we use the Weight Watcher brand mozzarella cheese. Yeah. Three quarter of a cup of ricotta cheese, a half a cup of shredded fresh basil, plus a little bit more for garnish, two cloves of garlic, finely minced, four bell peppers, halved with the seeds removed, and a half a cup of low-sodium chicken broth. You start by preheating your oven to 350 degrees. In a large skillet over medium heat, heat the oil. Add the chicken and season with Italian seasoning Cook until the chicken is golden and no longer pink, about eight minutes per side. Transfer to a cutting board and let rest for five minutes to dice. In a large bowl, stir together the cherry tomatoes, the cooked chicken, one half cups of the mozzarella cheese, all the ricotta cheese, the basil and garlic. Stuff the tomato mixture into the peppers and sprinkle the tops with the remaining cup of mozzarella. Pour chicken broth into the chi into the baking dish. Pour chicken broth into the baking dish, 
to help the pepper steam. Cover with foil. Bake until the peppers are tender and the cheese is melty. About 40 to 45 minutes. Garnish with a little more of the basil and serve. Oh, yeah. That sounds really good. And this makes three servings. That's when you're making this for me. What time is it? Almost 6.30. It's too late for dinner. Oh, darn. Boo. Maybe this weekend. I want my money back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's uh, this week's show. Thank you much for joining us, and we hope to see you in the next show. (laughs) 